Hey Frozen Water, um, so I have my first couple of questions, um, and then you can answer them, and I'll, uh, send in my other questions. So, what is your favorite dragon? What is your favorite book? What is your favorite tribe? And what is your favorite arc? Um, and then your least favorite dragon, your least favorite book, your least favorite tribe, and your least favorite arc. So, Favorite and least favorite of those four. And I'll send you uh, my next questions soon. Here are the next um, questions. Um, these are would you rather questions. Do you prefer Pantala or Pira? Um, do you prefer like a cold place like the Ice Wings or a warm place like the Rain Wings or Sand Wings? Do you prefer the book Dragon Slayer or Dark Stalker? Um, would you rather have Venom, either Sandwing or Rainwing, doesn't really matter, or uh, Frost Breath? The last one is, well, for this section, would you rather have Fire Scales or Fireproof Scales? Okay, here are the last few questions. Um, Evra, I'm sorry if there is background noise. Um, your neighbors are being really loud. Okay. Who is your favorite villain? And who is your favorite protagonist? If you had a pet, uh, like if you're a dragon and you had a pet, what would it be? Like a scavenger or a one on one? It'd be a scavenger. This is not my opinions. So shut up, Sundu. <laughs> um, what would you do if you had two animus spells um, completely of your disposal? And then what dragon would you be uh, from the original world and your made up so one of each um thanks so much for having me i really enjoy asking questions i hope they were um suitable and yeah thanks and goodbye hello everybody i am recording this morning so yeah um this episode is not going to be a chapter episode but i will do that um in the afternoon now because I have time so this is the questions from Sundu so the first questions were my favorite dragon my favorite book my favorite tribe my favorite arc my least favorite dragon my least favorite book my least favorite tribe and my least favorite arc so my favorite dragon would be winter my favorite book is the hidden kingdom my favorite tribe i'm gonna put two tribes because i can't choose are ice wings and rain wings my favorite arc arc two my least favorite dragon i'd say queen coral my least favorite book, um, The Dark Secret, book four. My least favorite tribe, that's easy, Nightwings, except for Moon. And my least favorite arc, arc three. So, Sunday sent in three sets of questions, so I'm going to answer set two now. Um, it's like, it's like a would you rather, she said, uh, Sundu said, 
Would you rather be Pantola or Pyruria? I'd say Pyruria because those have my favorite dragons. Um, the next set was, would you rather live in the ice kingdom, where the ice wings live? On warmer areas like the rainforest. Alexa. My AI knows what she's talking about. Or the rainforest or the same kingdom. Sorry for that interruption, I guess. Uh... My AI thought I was talking to the AI. So I'd rather live in the Ice Kingdom. My favorite legends is Dragon Slayer because it has scavengers almost well, the time. Um Fourth is, would you rather have, or the question was, would you, which Legends book do you like? Dragon Slayer, Dark Soccer, Dragon Slayer. Uh, question number, or uh, question number four, Venom or Frost Breath? I can't choose, but if I had to choose, it'd be um, Venom, but I'd like to combine those. Question five, Fire Scales or Fireproof Scales? I'd say fireproof because of my hybrid. A lot of dragons would try to attack and then get rid of the icewing purpose. Okay, so here's um, my favorite villain. That would be Darkstalker. Darkstalker Kestrel. I know Petra's not really a villain, but she seems like a villain to the Dragonette, so I'm counting her as a villain. And favorite protagonist. Like, I'm assuming that means hero? Or, like, good person? Or, good dragon? So, I would say... Um... What's it called? I'd say winter. And if I was... if. I was a dragon. Um, what pet would I have? I'd have a lion. Just because. Okay. If I had two animus spells at my disposal without destroying me, what would I use? So, my first one, I'd make the dragon world peaceful. Second one, I'd have all the dragon tribes sort of like bow to each other and sign a peace treaty that they will never rage war again. And then the last question was, who do you prefer? Or if you were a dragon from the real Wings of Fire books and then your own, so I'd be winter, winter or glory. Then I'd be frozen water from mine. I think it would be cool to be iceberg, but like no.
uh, iceberg from mine. I'm like, no. Frozen Water's like my favorite. That's literally my name. So, Frozen Water definitely wins. So, thank you, Sendu, for your questions. I'm going to keep these questions for if you want me to use them as cover art for future. Um, for future episodes. Or if you want to use them, I don't care. So, you know, I have time. This is chapter 12, Wings of Fire, Dragon Up Prophecy. Tsunami reared up on her back legs and began running her talons along the walls. Look for something that'll move. Look for something that'll move the boulder, she said. Clay breathed another burst of fire at the wall. On his side, it looked like an ordinary flat storm with a few fissures running from the ceiling to the floor. He scraped his claw running uh, through the cracks. Nothing happened except his claws tingled painfully. He tried sniffing around the boulder, then shoved it. But it wouldn't move any more than it had on the other side. I hope Starflight's all right, he said, pushing away the sinking feeling in his stomach. I hope we can really open it from this side. We can, Tsunami said fiercely. It'll be a lever or something. She backed away a few steps, peering up at the top of the boulder. Or magic, Clay said. What if it's a magic word or some kind of talisman we don't have? Tsunami stared at the boulder for a moment, frowning, then shook her head. They'd need an animus dragon to enchant it. And who even knows if those existed in the first place? The only thing Clay remembered about the lesson on magic and animus dragons was that they had power over objects. He remembered be- that because Starflight spent the rest of the day sticking his nose in the air and insisting that Nightwings were far more magically powerful than any mythical animus dragons. If they're so great, why do the Nightwings live somewhere mysterious so no one can find them clay asked easy sir flight said loftily it's because we have these special powers and we don't want to make regular dragons fear feel inferior even though they are his expression impaled implied clay snorted special powers like what he'd asked you know Starflight said answering had answered irritated Telepathy, precation, invisibility. Hello? You don't have invisibility, Clay argued. I mean, you're a black dragon. You're just as hard to see. You're just as hard to see in the shadows. That's not a power. I'd be invisible too if I were laying in a mud puddle. Yeah, well, Starflight said. You can appear out of nowhere in the dark of night. Sweeping down as if the sky had just fallen on you. He'd spread his wings majestically. Still not a power, Clay said. That's just you guys being creepy. It's not creepy, Starflight cried, his voice rising. It's magnificent and imposing. He stopped and taken a deep breath. 
Besides, we're the only ones with visions of the future, so there. Well, I say until Nightwings come out or come down off the clouds. All we have is rumors and mumbo jumbo prophecy. And a mumbo jumbo prophecy. That could mean anything. That could mean. All we have is rumors and a mumbo jumbo prophecy that could mean anything. Then Clay draped his nose off the rim of the ledge and peered across that star flight. I mean, it's not like you've got any special mind powers other than being way too smart. Well, I'll have powers eventually. Starflight had huffed. Maybe it's something Nightwings develop when we're older. You're supposed to be studying, not making fun of me. I wasn't making fun of you, Clay protested. It was true. He had been trying to distract Starflight from studying, though. But of course, that had never worked for long. Now Clay scraped at the floor under the boulder. He actually missed Starflight. More than that, he was worried about him and how Kashore reacted when she couldn't find Clay or Tsunami or Glory. She wouldn't hurt Starflight or Sunny, would she? Suddenly, his claws caught on something and flattened himself to the stone. He flattened himself to the stone floor and peered underneath the boulder. A long, sturdy stick was jammed under the rock, holding it in place. Here, here, he whispered to Tsunami. Here, he whispered to Tsunami. He wrapped his talons around the stick and tried, and tried to yank it free. After a few tries, he realized it wouldn't come loose. But it did move from side to side. He tried sliding it sideways and the boulder began to roll. He stopped quickly and looked at Tsunami. What if Webs and Doom are waiting for us? Clay asked. They can't stop us, not all five of us. But if we all fight, the only way they kept us in was blocking the way out. Once it's open, we'll all be free, Tsunami said. Sorry, my chair's squeaky. All right, Clay said, gritting his teeth. Let's do this. He shoved the stick as hard as he could. The boulder, the boulder slowly rolled aside with a soft scraping sound. The central cave came into view, and a shiver ran along Clay's tail at how strange it looked from the outside. A forlorn little shape was huddled by the river. Trailing her talons in the water, she turned as the boulder moved, and her gray green eyes went wide. Shh! Tsunami hissed quietly, bounding across the cave toward, toward her. Sunny leapt up at the same moment and threw her wings open. She pressed her front talons to her snout, beaming. You did, you did it! She whispered. Clay glanced at the tunnel that led to the Guardian's cave. Even if Tsunami was right, that Webs and Doom couldn't stop all of them. He didn't want to stick her in and find out. Where are the others? He asked quietly. I'll get Starflight, Sunny said. Holding, um, heading for the study cave. Glory, I don't know. She glanced up at the slactites. Clay felt a stab of worry. Was Glory all right? What if something had happened to her while she was camouflaged? Would she have stayed invisible? What if she had fallen off a slagmite or flown into an outcropping and hurt herself? What if 
Right here, a voice. Right here. Right here, a voice whispered in his ear. Soft wings brushed his, and Gloria's long shape shimmered into view, her scales shifting from gray and black to a warm golden color, or warm golden orange flecked with dark blue. You're all right, Clay said. In his relief, he twined his tail around hers without thinking. She tensed, but didn't pull away immediately like she normally would. Said she nudged him with her elegant snout. Of course I am, she said. I would have been fine on my own, you know. Perhaps she felt his wings droop because she added, but thank you for doing insanely dangerous things for me anyway. Any time, Clay said happily. Gloria stepped back and nodded at to where Starflight was staggering out of the tunnel from the study cave. Kestrel was pretty furious, she said. I just had to listen to her from my hiding place. Those two got the brunt of it. Clay started and Tsunami, but Tsunami and Sunny were already on either side of Starflight. For a horrible moment, he thought Starflight was limping. The heat room bitten, beaten or burned or terribly injured by Kestrel. Then he realized that Starflight was moving oddly because he was carrying a giant stack of scrolls on his back. Oh, no, you didn't, Tsunami said, pulling it away from him. You don't need these, and you've already read them all a thousand times. We might need them, Starflight protested, inking it back. They'll tell us what's safe to eat and all the different tribal customs and how to fly in bad weather and... You can tell us all those things, Clay said. You're going anyway. But what if I forgot something important? Starflight frettered. Ha, it'd be a lot more likely if you ever did forget anything. You'd be a lot more likable if you did forget anything, Glory said. The only thing... That's important is getting out of here right now, Tsunami said, before our webs and doom wake up. And before Kestrel comes back, Lori added. What thrilling... What thrill... What thrilling news. Kestrel is part of this? I've been looking for her for an awfully long time. The five dragonettes whirled around. Queen Scarlet was standing in the entranceway behind... Behind her, the tunnel was blocked by a row of sky wings in different shades of flame. All of them large, all of them breathing small spurts of flame, all of them angry. But none of them looked as angry as queen, as the queen of the sky wings. So that's the end of chapter 12. I'm glad I got to read that. Um... But I almost I was gonna have a challenge for you and say send me in an OC and I'll make a prop um send me in your OCs. That's gonna be the QA, like what are your OCs? And I'll make a prophecy for if you send in more than one, I'll make a prophecy. Cause I'm gonna make a prophecy for my OC. My OCs.
So, thank you guys for listening. I'm really glad that you guys like this podcast. Can you please rate and um, put a question in the Q&A or um, send me a voice message or my email? Because I'd love to do, um, it's called collaborations. Like if they're about like what I would do if I were a dragon in Pyreria or Panela, or just like in the Wings of Fire world. But nothing like about personal information, like what's your age or your exact location. It's like that sort of stuff, like about the book. That's if you want me to answer like um, about my podcast, then I'll do that. Mostly about the book. If you want to do a collaboration, send it through voice messages or my email. Bye. So here's the prophecy that I wrote for the Dragon Nets from my OC. In five years, four siblings will come to save their breed, to save their world from destruction and corruption. These Dragon Nets, born in the darkest of times, to save the dragons, to save dragons everywhere. They have to pick family or their life in the world. So that is my prophecy. The name of the prophecy is the Savior Prophecy. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Bye.